Steve Jackson Games for Nordcast number 6, December 15th, 2006. Happy holidays from Steve Jackson Games and the Fenordcast crew, and welcome to episode six. This is our last-minute gift-buying holiday 2006 episode. We're going to cover comic books, video games, general gamer shopping, tech toys, and PDFs. Whatever holiday you might be shopping for, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Festivus, something else I've never heard of, if you're buying gifts for someone this year, maybe this will help you out. Uh, hello, Internet land. This is Fox. I work for Steve Jackson Games, and what I do is not really important. Uh, they stuck a microphone in front of my face and said, hey, let's talk about video games for the holidays and what's good to give people. And so here I am to talk to you. Most obvious place, I guess, to start would be with the Xbox 360, Microsoft's Opus. Just buying one of those, I think, would be a good gift idea if you've got a gamer in your life who doesn't have one. The most obvious companion game to go with it, I think, would be Gears of War, a third-person action game of the Chainsaw People in Half variety. I think that's really the, the key point of that one, is that you've got a gun with a chainsaw on the end of it, and shooting people's almost optional. I enjoy Gears of War an awful lot. If you actually missed it when it first came out, Dead Rising is a lot of fun, because there's zombies in it, and what do you do with zombies? You hack them to tiny, tiny pieces with everything you can get your hands on. Everybody wins in that situation. Nobody ever loses when you're beating up zombies. Uh, on the other side of things, there's the PlayStation 2, and as far as PlayStation 2 games go, I don't think there's any question that... Guitar Hero 2 is the best game ever released on that platform, ever, and ever will be in the future, unless they release Guitar Hero 3 on it. Any game where my controller is shaped like a guitar, and I am then enticed to, quote, rock out with that guitar? Yeah, again, nobody loses. The only reason I stopped playing Guitar Hero was because Guitar Hero 2 came out. It's available with and without the controller. Of course, we all know that the Nintendo Wii is out. And it's popular. Again, if you can actually get your hands on one of those, they're a great gift for any gamer in your life. Uh, I don't. I've been trying to uh, acquire one myself, but a friend of mine let me mess with his a little bit, and I got to try out Wii Sports and Legend of Zelda uh, Twilight Princess, which is just as amazingly awesome as you would expect any Legend of Zelda game to be. Wii Sports, which it comes with, was surprisingly fun to play. It's got a handful of little games like bowling and tennis. You don't have to jump around like a spaz and, and throw your Wii mode at things, but some people I was playing Wii Sports with uh, that don't normally game just sort of were just watching and watching, and they said, well, hey, let me give that a try. So I highly recommend if you can manage to get a Wii, which is probably not going to happen until January, but hope against hope. And a split between the two, actually, a, a Wii slash PlayStation 2 game that's coming out uh, is Metal Slug Anthology which, aside from having the awesomeness of every Metal Slug from 1 up through Metal Slug 5, is also going to be uh, the only place you can get Metal Slug 6. And for those not familiar with the Metal Slug series, it's a side-scrolling shooter. So maybe it's a little dated, but it's just stupid amounts of fun to play. Uh, On the portable side of things, the Nintendo DS is my portable system of choice. My first recommendation is easily Elite Beat Agents, a rhythm action game. It's kind of hard to describe. It's a lot like The Matrix. You can't really be told what it is. You just have to see it for yourself. Because uh, if I describe it, it's, well, you, you tap little circles on the screen in time to the music, but that just doesn't do it justice. The premise of the game is that the elite beat agents are these guys that go around and solve the world's problems by um, dancing in time with uh, popular music. Yeah, 
Um, find Morpheus and ask him more. It's very weird, but I highly, highly recommend Elite Beat Agents. It's pretty popular, and it's one of those things where if you have a DS, you've probably played it, but they just re-released Phoenix Wright for the DS, and if you didn't catch it the first time around, Phoenix Wright's also really, really great. Uh, it's the only lawyering sim that I know of, <laughs> and I think that novelty in and of itself deserves purchase. Oh, yes, and in the off, off, off chance, you actually get your hands on a PS3 right now. My one recommendation would be Resistance Fall of Man, which... You know, and I hate to say this, but it's another shooter. Those aren't all I play, I swear to God. It's a fairly solid shooter. I've heard good things. I haven't actually gotten the pleasure myself, but I've seen it. And, you know, it looks okay. Unfortunately, the PS3 is such a remote possibility that... I suppose it comes back to the same thing with the Wii. If you can find one, buy one for your gamer friends. If you absolutely cannot figure out uh, what you should get, or what you think would be best, or what they do or don't have... Probably the single best thing you can get for somebody who owns either an Xbox 360 or a Wii and or both, get them one of the cards that has a set of Wii points or Microsoft points on it, and they can go and spend that on the virtual console or uh, Xbox Live Arcade and get whatever they want. It's sort of the, the catch-all gift certificate for gamers. They're great. And there you have it. There are my rambling recommendations for video gaming this holiday season. You must meet Frosty the Snowman at the last national bank and get the termite. Hi, this is Thomas with E23. Uh, I've been asked to give my top picks for Christmas, and uh, since I tend to think in themes, I have three themes. The first theme is uh, the top three underappreciated products on our site. First up is Fairy's Tale by Ronin Arts. Uh, Fairy is F-A-E-R-Y because we're all artsy over here. Fairy's Tale is essentially a way to play a children's fairy tale or story with more of a uh, dark and occasionally violent mindset. You can play it light too, but that isn't how I've been playing it. The second one is uh, EABA Stuff is the title of it uh, by BTRC, home of orphaned acronyms apparently. Uh, Stuff is essentially a big gateway into building vehicles, guns, and other gearhead stuff. It's not usually noticed because it's part of the EABA line, uh, which is a uh, kind of a rules light system. But stuff is pretty crunchy. Uh, and then third is Panty Explosion by Adarashi Games. Despite the name, it's a fairly serious and uh, completely dressed game with some really fantastic art and uh, writing in it. The second major theme is just my recent interests, and uh, I had three. The first one is Daymornia by Daymornia Studios. Daymornia is a game of post-apocalyptic hell and demons and uh, end-of-the-world stuff happening, and it's basically just a good pulp game. Forgotten Futures is the next one by Marcus Rowland, and uh, Forgotten Futures is actually free. There's no reason not to download this. It's uh, Victorian, pseudoscience, steampunk sometimes stuff. And then the last one is going back to Pulp, because I like Pulp. And that's Barbarians Versus by Mystic Ages Online. Barbarians Versus is essentially, you play a bunch of barbarians in a primitive world being invaded by aliens, and you beat the goo out of the aliens. Uh, it's adaptable to barbarians beating the goo out of a lot of stuff. Oh, uh, before I forget, uh, Future Armada is another recent interest, although that kind of breaks my threes, but that's okay. 
Future Armada by Chiron Studios is a collection of ships, or a, a series of ships, rather. Each ship is rendered in beautiful 3D detail, uh, as well as mapped out, and some D20 stats for a crew are provided. And it's just really gorgeous. There's a couple of samples. You should download the samples, look at them. You'll buy the Future Armada line. The third theme is three completely shameless plugs. Uh, these are just things that I would love to see you buy more of. The first one is Changing Times, which is already doing well. It's in the top five products, and it's worth your time. It's an update for transhuman space. Uh, while you're at it on that one, by the way, you should also get Polyhymnia and Singapore Sling, which are transhuman space adventures. The second one is uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics number 36, Talons of the Horned King. Going back to Primitives and Aliens, it's essentially a spaceship adventure for D&D. And then the last one is Kenneth Height's Tarot of Cthulhu. Uh, this isn't underappreciated. Uh, it's not a recent interest. It's a long-term interest for me. But I do love it, and I'd love to see more people have it. And that is my Christmas list. Rudolph is insane, and the mosquito is festive. Happy holidays, and welcome to the comic book buying segment of the Fnordcast Shopping Guide. My name is Paul Chapman, and I'm the marketing director. I buy a lot of comic books. First bit of advice for buying comic books for someone for presents is to avoid the monthlies. They're going to be part of a series, and you're going to get them issue 57 of a storyline that goes from 50 to 90. I highly recommend trade paperbacks. Basically, they're the DVD box set to a television series. Um, they remove all the advertisements, and they put generally an entire storyline in one book. So you just go in, you pick it up, you've got the entire story right there with no commercials. It's very handy. The first one I'm going to recommend is The Ultimates. The Ultimates is a version of Marvel's Avengers. However, this is very much an adult title. There's no graphic nudity or swearing profanity but the situations are definitely adult if you like to see your superheroes in realistic situations i highly recommend the ultimates if on the other hand you're looking for more of a classic uh, superhero you feel with a maybe a bit more realism than you would expect from a comic book i can recommend the ultimate spider-man trade paperbacks uh, it's kind of teen angsty but in a way that really resonates rather than amuses. It's a good title, and there are, I believe, 15 or 16 volumes, and so there will definitely be ones that you can pick up and throw in someone's stocking. Another trade paperback series that I would like to recommend is uh, Fables, which is produced by Vertigo, an imprint of... DC Comics. Somewhere out in the multiverse, there's a world where fables actually exist. The Big Bad Wolf, Goldilocks, Cinderella, Snow White, all of these characters exist, and their worlds are invaded by some sort of adversary. They don't really go into that too much, and they all are forced to flee to Earth, uh, where they form this little covert community within a community and it's it's very clever storytelling, uh, some excellent art, and it's a good twist on modern-day fairy tales. 
if the person you're buying these comics for enjoys superheroes and can height suppress transmissions, then I highly recommend Planetary. This is another DC title. It's published by their Wildstorm imprint. These are super-powered characters who are delving into the hidden archaeology of their world. There are a lot of characters that are near parodies um, of DC-type stuff, and there is an overarching storyline. I imagine you could describe it as taking X-Files, GURPS Alternate Earths, and the DC Universe and putting them in a blender. Going more for the weird, uh, does the person on your shopping list like zombies? Uh, then we have the Walking Dead series, produced by Image Comics. This is a very realistic zombie story. Not only do they have very realistic zombies, but they also have a lot of interpersonal relationships that they get into and deal with. Um, the psychological damage of dealing with a world that has been invaded by zombies. Setting up the Wayback Machine for a, a moment, um, I'm going to recommend Scout by Tim Truman. This one is um, an unusual title. Scout is a story of an Apache shaman who has been trained by the U.S. government in a post-economic crash world where America came out on the bottom end of the economic wars and now is spiraling slowly down the drain. The first trade paperback has been released, but um, there are more stories that are out there, and hopefully Tim Truman will be releasing them soon. Another recommended title uh, by Tim Truman, this time written by John Ostrander, is Grimjack. If the person on your shopping list likes his action fast and furious with not a whole lot of worrying about plot or character development, Grimjack might be the one for him. Uh, Grimjack lives in a city where everything meshes together, magic, science, different dimensions. Um, it's a perfect sort of world for a GURPS campaign, <laughs> but uh, Grimjack has multiple trade paperback volumes out now, as it was uh, originally published back in the mid-'80s, I, I believe. Ostrander has restarted the series as well, so there are new trade paperbacks out there. If you are looking for something a little more high-dollar than the standard trade paperback, both Marvel and DC have come out with a line of archive-type books. They either call them archive series or masterworks or the essential series. They'll run you around 50 bucks, uh, and they're going to be hardcover. But what they're going to be is reprints of gold and silver age comic series. And they're big hardcover books. Um, occasionally they'll have bonus material, but it's not a standard. If you're looking for a real high dollar comic book, DC has a line that they're calling the Absolute line. I've seen two that I can safely recommend. The first is Absolute Watchmen. 
this one will run you about 75 bucks and is probably available for cheaper in a soft cover trade paperback but if you're looking for a really classy gift for someone you can't go wrong with absolute watchman it is widely acknowledged as one of the turning points for comic books it is more a piece of literature than a comic book alan moore really took a lot of very mature themes and applied them to a very capes and tights sort of world. The other absolute title is uh, the Absolute Sandman. Neil Gaiman wrote this and a whole bunch of different people did art in it. Again, this is more a chunk of literature than it actually is uh, a comic book. So there you go. Hopefully we've given you some ideas on comic books to pick up for those on your shopping list who need some sequential art. Birdman was imitated by Santa for the Protozoan Hatrack. Hi, my name is Jimmy, and I'm the IT manager here. And I'm going to be talking about some uh, sort of geek and tech toys for Christmas. First one up is the Swiss Tech Micro Plus. This is a little tool. It's got a Phillips head and flathead screwdrivers, pliers, and a wire cutter and stripper. Uh, it all folds up to about two inches by one inch by a quarter inch and latches onto your keychain via the pliers. I love this thing. I've had one for years. I lost it once. I immediately bought another one. It's just, you know, pocket size. It fits on your keychain. It's always nice to have with you, especially if you got to get into a computer or you just don't have that small screwdriver around. You can just reach in your pocket and pull this one out. You can get them online. The website is SwissTechTools.com. I got mine at ThinkGeek.com. And they run anywhere from 8 to $12. Really handy tool. Next up is the Slingbox AV. This is just cool. It's a device you hook up to your cable box and lets you watch your TV or digital cable or your DVR from your computer, either at home or over the internet. Uh, it also works on Windows-based mobile phones and PDAs that have internet access. And it's not a service, so there's not a monthly fee, just the hardware cost, plus any extra networking equipment you need to get it over to your TV, like Ethernet cables or a wireless bridge. At first, you might wonder when you're going to use this thing. But you think about it, and you know, catching your favorite shows while you're on the road instead of watching the standard hotel channels, uh, watching the latest episode of that show in a second window during a World of Warcraft marathon, or catching the kickoff from your phone on the way home from work or at work if you're sneaky about it. They've also got a pro model that offers uh, HD capability and ways to connect multiple uh, AV devices. Uh, you can control the devices from it and everything. Looks like a really interesting package. I don't have one, but it looks cool. These run about $179 for the base model, and you can get them at slingmedia.com. Next up, not quite so technical but more geeky, is the Stickfoss action figures. I love these things. They're unique little customizable action figures, sort of like an artist's poseable mannequin, but they stand about four inches high, and they're made out of plastic. Um, they're cool desk toys. They're highly poseable. They've got 18 points of articulation. They're easy to put together and take apart and put together in different ways again, and most of the parts are interchangeable among different sets. They come in all sorts of setups, uh, fantasy, military, kung fu, supers, sports, robots, sci-fi, pretty much anything you can think of. All but the small packs come with accessories and stickers to go along with them, and you could paint them if you really wanted to. They stand on their own pretty well. Like I said, they're really poseable. And even better, you can get them through Warehouse 23. Uh, you can see all the models available at the main site, which is stickfoss.com, S-T-I-K-F-A-S. And those range anywhere from $450 to $20. 
Last up, we have the AeroPress coffee maker. I came across this while looking for ideas for this podcast, actually. It looks a bit unusual, but it brews right into your cup, so you can bring the good stuff to the office for yourself. It seems to take on the good parts about a French press method, which is the total immersion of the grounds, and an espresso method, which is a short brew time, and adds in a microfilter to keep all the grit out. The site and all the reviews claim that this makes an exceedingly smooth and rich cup of coffee or espresso. What it ends up making is more akin to espresso, and they recommend adding water after you brew it for an Americano if your aim is like a normal cup of coffee. For the claims and the price, it seemed worth it. I already ordered mine. I got it through thinkgeek.com. You can also get it through the company's website at aerobi.com, and it runs about $29. And for those of you who are already looking it up online, yes, it is from the same company that makes Frisbees. I guess coffee is universal. And that's my list of uh, Christmas ideas. Feel free to send any of those over to the office this way uh, or get them for the geek on your list. The polluted candy cane is flaming. Dear Santa, I've been a very good gamer this year. I've played in semi-weekly games, been kind to my fellow gamer, and my family donated to the really great Child's Play charity. For Christmas, I would like you to bring me a copy of The Zombies Director's Cut by Twilight Creations. I've been really into zombie stuff lately, and this game does a great job of pitting you up against the Horde. Speaking of the Horde, the WoW board game from Fantasy Flight Games looks really spiffy. Not only is it a fantastic adventure game, but the plastic figures are just fun to play with. And I've been having such a great time with Blockus, it's a fun game, and even non-gamers will play it with me, that I'd really like you to bring me a copy of Rumus. Educational Insights designs great family games that can still present a challenge to folks like me. I've also been playing a lot of Runebound, but that doesn't mean that you can't bring me some of the expansions. The Midnight expansion looks particularly spiffy. And finally, in the spirit of the season, please bring me the Happy Capitalist Baby Doll. That's the baby doll, not the t-shirt. Because a girl likes to show off her curves sometimes. Love, Shadlin Wolf. We hope our ideas gave you some ideas if you've had brain blocks about what to get those odd people on your list. And Happy New Year, because it'll be 07 before you hear Episode 7. The Nordcast is a production of Steve Jackson Games. All our music, written and composed by Tom Smith from TomSmithOnline.com. Keep your questions and comments coming to Fenordcast at sjgames.com or the Fenordcast section of our forums. 